This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1310, How to Seamlessly Move Between Second Languages. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to take your learning deeper with real-time transcripts and vocabulary practice, download our app on your iOS device. Go to allearsenglish.com slash bonuses. Do you speak more than one second language in your daily life? Today, get our top advice for how to move between these languages and get one higher goal to keep in mind while you build this skill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Awesome, Michelle. I'm so excited to be back on the mic with you. We took a few weeks off there on the holiday. That's right. Of course, our listeners didn't know because, you know, we were publishing all the time. <laughs> it was a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear your voice again, Michelle. I love recording with you. So here we are. You too. You too. I'm glad to be back too after some traveling and time off and, you know, just getting back into the new year, 2020, even though now this is coming out later. But uh, yeah, yes. guys, and it's just, it's good to be back on the mic. So hope you're doing well, Lindsay. Yeah, absolutely. So Michelle, today we're getting into talking about our listeners being speakers of more than one second language, right? Mm, Right. Yeah, guys, I mean, I think we have a lot of listeners probably who speak many languages, which, Mm. oh my gosh, can be confusing. I mean, I, I know that when I've tried to learn other languages, have you ever had this, Lindsay, where you learn another language like, okay, I mean, well, okay, you speak a little Japanese and Spanish, right? A little Japanese, little Japanese, and, and more Spanish than Japanese, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's say you were speaking Japanese and you didn't know the word. Is there a yeah. chance that you would replace it with a word in Spanish? Oh my gosh, this happened to me actually <laughs> when last fall I traveled to Paris and I had studied in Paris uh, for a semester and I had studied French, right? But back in mm. back in the 90s, I mean, ages ago. And so, mm. so before, you know, after that, I went more in depth into Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. And so what ended up happening, unfortunately, when I went to Paris, Spanish was coming out every third word mm-hmm. instead of French, which was so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny. It's not even like, yeah, it's not even that like English necessarily comes out. It's like your brain is like, oh, I don't yeah. know the word for this. Like, I'm going to try it in any other language that I know right. will do. Right. Like, I mean, I figure it's better that another language is coming out rather right. than the native language. I think that's one step up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But it's the wrong language. So, but you know, a lot of our listeners, I mean, they're multilingual. They're way ahead yeah. of us in this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. When I travel, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed that I don't know, mm. you know, really other languages. And mm-hmm. I try and I try, but like, I'm not fluent in another language. And that's just the truth. But I, yeah. I have been a language learner many times. Yeah. Um, so, but, but guys, I mean, I, I really respect all of you. And I, you know, it's hard to, um, 
you know, to really just like handle all of that in your mind. And so today we have a listener question about this kind of a specific kind of situation, um, mm. which is getting your brain used to a certain language in times when you're speaking multiple language. So that we're getting yeah. a little bit more specific on this idea today. Yeah, this is interesting. I wonder if in your graduate program, Michelle, you guys touched on this topic at all in your in your graduate program in TESOL. In New York. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, I have a master's in TESOL. I, I'm trying to think of specific things that we touched on with that with being a, like multilingual. I don't remember mm. in particular, but I do know that, you know, it is it's it's tough and that yeah. your brain does wacky things when you are trying <laughs> to learn a new language. Yeah, for sure. OK, well, do you want me to read the, the listener question then? I would love nothing more. Okay, Michelle, here we, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. So this is by Ricky Shea. Uh, and he says, Hi, Lindsay, I started listening to your podcast a few weeks ago, and it's been very helpful with my English. I'm a Taiwanese who works as a cashier of a duty free shop in Kansai Airport in Japan. Yay, Japan. Love it. <laughs> Our listeners <laughs> right. know that we love Japan. We do. Um, I have to work in a multilingual environment where I need to speak three languages at the same time, which are Chinese, Japanese and English. The wow. thing is, yeah, wow. The thing is that every time when I finish my job, I find it hard to switch back to my English brain. My English just doesn't sound natural. Well, after listening to a couple of your podcasts, I feel like my brain has come back again. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I wonder if there's any way that I can keep my brain immersed in English at work. Wow, Michelle, what a good question. Oh, I love this. And I i mean, it's just, first of all, amazing that you can speak so many languages yeah. and at work. I mean, so I guess, you know, at the airport, you know, you need to speak multiple languages depending on who's coming up to you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really impressed with our listener here. Um, I mean, Lindsay, any first thoughts on on what this listener is going through? Yeah, I mean, I can I can empathize to some extent. You know, I've learned Japanese, I've learned Spanish, I've learned French. Those are kind of the three second languages that I've tried to learn. But mm -hmm. but I haven't ever really been in a situation hmm, where I've had to switch. I suppose there was a moment when I was living in Japan that I did have friends who spoke Spanish. So there were mm -hmm. times that I was switching back and forth between Japanese and Spanish. But this is a new level of challenge. But certainly, I mean, I can empathize with what it feels like to be speaking that second language, you know, how that feels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh. So really interesting. I mean, yeah, it seems that, you know, Ricky is using all these languages at work, but once it sounds like Ricky wants to speak English outside of work. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. so this is a tough one. But guys, today we are going to give you some ideas. Yeah. Um, and these, these are really good for anyone who has to use other languages but wants to stay connected to English at the same time. Yeah. And this reminds me a little bit of our Connected Communicator course. I mean, this is oh. the reason, right, Michelle? I mean, this is exactly why we built that course. Guys, I traveled by car 12,000 miles, 12,400 to be exact, uh, <laughs> around the U.S. in the summer of 2016. And I collected interviews with native speakers on interesting topics, things that you want to be talking about. So the whole goal was to get that natural English so you guys can kind of artificially immerse yourself in natural English, build the listening strategy so that you'll be ready when you're in, you know, Ricky's situation, when you really want to speak English in the real world. Okay. So Michelle, do you remember the link where listeners can go to, to grab that course? If not, it's okay. I have the link in my I head. I don't. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm no just problem. being honest. That's okay. Uh, go to allearsenglish.com slash connection and sign up for that course. Guys, you get a 60 day study plan. It's awesome.
Definitely, definitely. Okay, awesome. So let's get into a couple more uh, tips for Ricky and for everyone. And, you know, I'm assuming that Ricky, um, it sounds like Ricky may feel the most comfortable in Chinese and Japanese, which is why he's asking about English, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, But yeah, but anyway, whatever it is. So what's the first idea we have? Yeah, so put English in writing. So this is good. I mean, just to take one step back, one thing I did want to say before we get into this, Michelle, it seems like there's a wall that Ricky has to knock down here, right? And mm. some of it may, uh, some of it may be that your mind is actually creating a wall, and it's it's like uh, putting languages in boxes, right? It's saying now I'm in the Chinese box, now I'm in the Japanese box, now I'm in the English right. box. So right. hopefully these methods, guys, you know, you want to be focusing on breaking down that wall, okay? And these are going to help you do that. So Michelle, tell us about this first idea, putting English in writing. Definitely. Well, you know, immerse yourself in English, even if you can't use it all the time. Mm -hmm. So, right, keep your cell phone in English, right? So, I mean, when you read it, when you're writing it, right, you may not be able to check your cell phone at work, but if you are, it'll be in English, right? And your computer in English, right? So, like, maybe you can put the cash register, maybe you can request that it's in English, right? Um, yeah. Or, or let's say if you don't use a computer or if you're, you can't change it to English, put like little sticky pads of English over the buttons, right? So Ooh. you could, right? So, or just put English uh, just anywhere. Like, let's say there's a, a, a quote you like, or there's, there's just anything that it is, just so you're still kind of seeing it around during work. Okay, yeah, so exactly. that's the first step. And yeah. let's see, what's another mm. tip? Yeah, well, I just want to say during our Urban Adventure live events, we always asked our students to do this, right? Remember, Michelle, I mean, mm-hmm. in New York, in Boston, we, you know, we sent you guys on scavenger hunts all around the city. And we said, right. you, you must, well, first of all, we asked people to ask people to find directions, not not to use the map. Uh, but when they did need to use their phones during the weekend, even when we went to Japan for our listeners in Japan, we asked you to do this too. So there's absolutely no reason why our listener can't do this. Turn that phone to English. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you love All Ears English, then take just a minute right now to hit subscribe. We do release bonus episodes and special announcements, which you will miss if you are not subscribed to the show. So join our community and subscribe to All Ears English if you believe in connection, not perfection. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, yeah, so the second tip is to take breaks in English. And guys, this is actually, Lindsay, I think the connected communicator could be a good thing to do (laughs) even on a break, right? Because you can Mm -hmm. do a pretty quick lesson. Oh, yeah. The lessons are about 10 to 15 minutes. They're video based. They have transcripts where the native speaker is speaking, guys. So it definitely, you know, it's mobile optimized. It fits into your life. Okay. So this could be one thing that you could do during that break. Definitely. Yeah. So when it's time for a break, do something in English, right? So it could be something with a connected communicator. It could be listening to a song, writing a message to someone in English, or even mm-hmm. reading a newspaper article or just something on your phone, right? How we talked about putting it, it you know, making it so that you're surrounded in English text also, right? Yeah. So the breaks that you take should be in English. There should be something that you do. 
I love that idea. And what about this next one? Don't put too much pressure on yourself. What does that mean? Right. Well, I mean, Ricky, it sounds like, I mean, you said you work really hard and you said you listen to the podcasts after you work. So it's a lot to use three languages at once. So, I mean, this is just a kind of general, I don't think you should worry too much about needing a few minutes to get back into English, right? It's natural to kind of need your your brain to adjust. So this is kind of, I really should have talked about this at the very beginning, but don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you find that then you need a second to like get your brain to reset to English, that's fine. Guess what? You're still using it at work. So you're never going too far away from it. Yeah. And maybe there's some kind, maybe we could talk about this another time. Maybe there's some kind of ritual that you do like, Mm. listen, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe you do listen to those, you know, 30 seconds of one of our episodes for, and that kicks you off. And then you stop listening and you go into your life with that English, right? Maybe it's some kind of kickoff ritual, right? So think about that guys, what that could be or a song, right? As we said before. I like it. I like it. And then another thing, we have two more things, um, is if you have coworkers who can also speak English, right? So I'm assuming Mm -hmm. that you may at the airport. I mean, ask them if they want to speak English with you at lunch or on a break. Or even, like, let's say you're speaking to a customer in Japanese, Mm -hmm. but maybe you speak to your coworker if you say, oh, I need to get a bag for this customer or I need whatever. Maybe you say that in English, right? Mm -hmm. You can make it like a little kind of like a unwritten rule to speak to each other in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it requires a little bit of, yeah, I guess, vulnerability where you guys, mm-hmm. what we have to do is open up to the person and say, yeah. hey, I'm working on this. Will you help me with this? Right. And and that builds the connection too, right, Michelle? For, oh, for sure. For sure. Let, letting someone know that you're working on something. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, like that vulnerability, people really, yeah. people can really identify with that. Mm-hmm. And I love the next one. I, I We've done entire episodes just on this before, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So what is it, Lindsay? It's speak English in your head. I actually think this is the most kind of un- like underestimated um, idea and kind of secret secret hack because I used mm-hmm. to use this a lot when I was living in Japan and in mm-hmm. Latin Amer- uh, South America. I was traveling, backpacking all over South America for a year uh, when I was 27. And I would just constantly, just being in that environment, something triggered me to always, I was hearing native Spanish and I was just saying it in my head. Every single sentence, I was just saying, it in Spanish. And that really helped me to feel very comfortable very quickly in the language. It's the biggest hack. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I mean, let's say there is a slower time of the day when you don't have as many customers, although I'm assuming the airport is pretty busy. But, you know, if between customers, like, you know, Mm -hmm. right, it's not quite a break, but maybe it's a second recite song lyrics to yourself or think about Mm -hmm. what you're doing, right? Think like, oh, I'm working here. I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like maybe think about how you're feeling. Oh, I I just that was a really good customer or that Mm -hmm. was, you know, it sounds kind of funny, but it's It's really, I think it could be really helpful. (laughs) I mean, the reality is we're probably doing it anyway in our native language, right? We all have a constant dialogue going on in our heads, which makes me feel crazy sometimes, right? But I think our listeners understand. Um, But why not just put that dialogue into another language, right? And we did another episode after our Japan event back in the spring where we put together a plan uh, for a listener to be able to walk into work in Japan and go into an English meeting and really just rocket, right? Mm. And this was one of the one of the takeaways, one of the teaching points that she should wake up and for from you know six a.m. to six thirty, everything is narrated in her head in English. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna pour coffee now. Oh, the coffee's ready. Let's let's add some sugar. All those things were in English for that period of time. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So I think, Ricky, these things could help you. And guys, this is for everybody, right? Especially if you're speaking. I mean, it could be even not necessarily that you're speaking multiple languages, but even just for practicing English and getting back into it if you're busy with something else, right? Oh, for sure. And so what's the takeaway for our listeners, Michelle? Where can we leave them? Yeah, well, the idea is to not put too much pressure on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But because it's okay if it takes a second. Well, uh, we can do an episode, I think that I like that idea about, you know, having a little ritual to get yourself back into English. So maybe we'll touch on that in the future. But today we've given you guys some really good ways to keep English in the forefront of your mind, even when you have to speak other languages, right? So, yeah. you know, try these out at work or in other situations. It's going to be socially as well. Yeah, exactly. Make sure you guys, you know, make sure that you're prepared. Go and get into the 60-day study plan for the Connected Communicator. Go to allearsenglish.com slash connection. And then the last thing I want to say is start to think of the higher goal, and that is connection, right? That's what we believe on this show. I feel like a broken record when we say it. We say it all the time, but that's why we're here for you guys on the mic. We care about connection, right? The lower thing is language. The, you know, grammar, language, mechanics, they don't matter. What really matters is connection. So no matter which language you're speaking, go for that higher goal of connecting, okay? And then you'll be able to move seamlessly between those languages because it really doesn't matter in the end which language you're speaking, okay? Um, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I love that, Lindsay. That's a good way to to send our listeners off and be inspired for the day. <laughs> All right, Michelle, very happy to be back on the mic with you and I'll see you back here soon. All right, Lindsay, you too. Looking forward to it. Bye, guys. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.